Hi everyone, Tiffany here with a super quick note that this podcast was recorded as part of a previous bundle season. That means that the dates that you're about to hear for the bundle, well, they're no longer correct. If you're interested in seeing what the dates are for this year's sale, please visit thebellydancebundle.com. There you'll find all the up-to-date information on our upcoming bundle. While the dates may be wrong and the class mentioned here isn't available through us any longer, many of our guests still have their courses available for purchase individually, so please do feel free to click through to their offerings and take a look. You're going to want to check it out after hearing how brilliant they are. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, I hope you're having a great day today. It's Tiffany here with another one of our 2020 Belly Dance Bundle episodes. If you haven't checked out the lineup this year for our dance and lecture bundles, you absolutely need to head over to thebellydancebundle.com and see everyone who's participating this year. It's an amazing lineup. From the episodes you've already heard, I'm sure that you can tell that this year's bundle is going to be amazing, and we have plenty more. We'll be announcing pricing and classes this week, so make sure that you hit that big Get the Guide button at the top to get our free ebook on how to get the most out of online classes and to get on our email list in order to see those class lists as soon as they drop. Today, we're chatting with Victoria Teal, who is such a goldmine of information on practice. She's really taken the step back to consider not only what works for her, but how she can encourage others to find what works for them. We chat all kinds of tips today on how to get your practice where you want it to be. Hello, dancers, and welcome to Yala Rocks, the belly dance podcast that helps you design your personal practice. Today, we're here with Victoria Teal. Victoria, welcome back to the podcast and to another year with the bundle. We're so excited to have you back. Hello, I'm excited to be here again. Everyone loved your classes last year. I got a lot of feedback from people who bought the bundle, so I'm super excited that you're back this year, and we're going to dive straight into what you're putting in the bundle this year. Because I always tell people that my contributors are very generous, and I think this is one of the examples, right, is you're putting in not one class, but two for people who purchase the bundle, which is so great. So you've got um, Belly Dance Drills Workout Program and Practice Makes Perfect. So I want to jump into the drills one first because I think it'll dovetail very nicely into the practice one. Mm -hmm. Um, So what... What prompted you to create this course? Like, what, what is it? How did the idea come about? Why do you feel like this is a really great thing to be putting in the bundle for people to experience more with you? Mm-hmm. So um, it was kind of interesting. I had my own personal struggles with practice, like I think every dancer has. <laughs> right. And as the world keeps changing and as, you know, there's, you, you might go through times where you have shows to prepare for, prepare for. And so you have choreography or something that you're really focused on. And then there's sometimes downtimes where you're doing, you know, maybe drills. You want to keep dancing and keep your technique, but you're kind of going between these fluctuations. Basically, it's not always, for every dancer, it's not always consistent, um, especially as you progress more and more and deeper into the dance. So 
Um, what I learned personally was that you don't have to, I felt like a lot of dancers, myself mostly, <laughs> felt like, oh, dance practice had to be an hour long because my classes are an hour. Like that's what you're trained with. And so your brain almost um, kind of spotlights on that and doesn't give you many options. And when I stopped and I thought about like how I did other fitness training or other cross training or other things, like there's so many variations with all these other forms of, let's say, exercise or even just other skills you practice um, that aren't an hour long or they aren't, they have all different formats. And so um, I wanted to provide people a way that they could practice, be very efficient with their practice because we're all crazy. <laughs> we all have a lot going on. Yes. And yes. we all have different problems. Like maybe this girl wants to work more on undulations or this one wants to work more on shimmies or maybe this one just wants to keep their technique at a pace. Like I've had students who are in medical school and they're like, I, I have no brain left, but I want to keep dancing because it makes me feel good. But I literally have 10 minutes every few days and I don't want to think during that time, but I want, you know, to move. So um, the way that this, was I formulated this and it's different from my other drills is that it's six videos and each video is only 10 minutes long however <laughs> each 10 minutes there is no break and I'm using interval training so from other fitness exercise things where what we'll do is one video let's say is on shimmies so I choose five different types of shimmies and then you drill that with me for uh, 50 seconds on, and then you have a 10-second break. And then we switch to a different shimmy, 50 seconds on, da, 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 da. and then this whole thing repeats again. Um, now, I cue you to say it's not just doing that technique, you know, maybe try this layer, maybe try to move your arms, maybe do that, you know. I give you variations for everybody. But what ends up happening is now you have a very customizable uh, course where, say, you know, you just want to get better at shimmies. You just do the shimmy video once every few days, 10 minutes, you're in out, you'll notice an improvement because it's so hyper-focused and so efficient. And you think about all the times you go to change the music or think about what you're going to do next or a 30-minute practice could easily be done in 15 minutes as far as the amount of work that you're actually doing and building in your body. So it was to help people, um, one, who have crazy lifestyles, Two, you know, they can focus. So there's six uh, videos. It's undulations is one, shimmies, then abs, locks, strength, training, because that's important, yes. um, and, and chest and arm work. And so you can also make your own custom practice. Maybe you're like, I don't know what to do, so I'm going to do the chest and arms, and then I'm going to do the strength training. And then two days from now, I'm going to – so I wanted something that was very uh, customizable but still guided and just really helped us like also break away from that. It doesn't have to be an hour long, you know, and also just because you're dancing 10 minutes a day does not mean you're not going to improve. I think there's some, you know, philosophy with that. Absolutely. I think that that's the same kind of mentality that we have behind the 21 days of belly dance challenge that we do is this, this breaking that same idea, right? It doesn't have to be an hour because so many people think that it's like, oh, well, I don't have enough time to practice. But I think mm -hmm. some of the best shimmy practice you can do is when you're like brushing your teeth. Exactly. You know? <laughs> hey, it's, like, it's like, well, that's only two minutes, but you do it every day. I think that consistency matters so much more than almost anything else. doesn't matter how mm -hmm. long you practice for or, you know, any of these other things. It's like, if you do it consistently, you'll see the improvement. And that's where the key is. And I love that you've, you've taken that and you've broken it into these like little 10 minute segments. It's just like, bam, hop on 
do a thing, mm-hmm. exactly. get out. And yeah. like, cause that's what people see with the 21 days too, is like, you know, after doing a practice every day for five to 15 minutes, by the end of it, they're like, I never thought that 15 minutes would actually like matter. Exactly. Yeah. It's also really important too that things are accessible. Like you don't set the bar too high and then yes. you don't do it because you kind of set unrealistic expectations. I'm queen of doing that. So I know not to do Same. it. <laughs> Same. And- <laughs> Have you seen the bundle? Same. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay. If you think like, okay, I'll just do this 10 minute video. Then also you might then end up doing two of them or you might end up doing a little bit more. And it probably happens with the challenge as well that people start doing the drill and then they find themselves by the end of the 21 days, they're actually dancing more in other activities as well because it's just that positive reinforcement and starting small and achievable. Um, So that's why I just wanted to really kind of provide and not to feel like it has to be a conceptual class or it has to be an hour long or, you know, otherwise it's no good, you know. So earlier I was saying that this, your drills class dovetailed so excellently into the practice makes perfect class, which has already happened, right? Even just the reason that you made it falls into, into the practice makes perfect class. Mm -hmm. And I love there that you provide worksheets for people to do for Mm -hmm. each of the classes, because a couple of years ago, we did our figuring out what to practice guide. That was a worksheet. And people found that super helpful just to go through and like really like write it down, like print it out, write it down, start working on your practice. And I've seen people do this course from you in the past. I've seen um, pictures on Instagram of them, like filling out their Mm -hmm. worksheets, which is so Mm -hmm. awesome to see. So can you tell us a little bit about kind of your philosophy, like outside of like what you're saying here, you know, don't set it in realistic expectations to, to make, you know, even 10 minutes is worth it. Right. Outside of that, like kind of how you structure your practice, because last year we talked about how you did your practice. So like, mm-hmm. I'd love to talk about how you structure it for your students and like yeah. how you kind of guide people through figuring out their own unique thing because everybody's dance is unique. So their practice has to be unique as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So um, last year in the bundle, I think I put the achieve your dance goals, which was also another lecture yes. based and it had worksheets. Now this is different. So if you have yeah. any people redoing the bundle, it's not the same. <laughs> uh, so that one was more focused on like just having goals and how to break them down and what they might be and things like that. But then what this, this year, um, it is another lecture style class. Um, however, what I learned for myself through the years and also especially working with people um, in my mentorship program, especially everybody's personality is different. And what's going to work for me is not necessarily going to work for the person or maybe one element of something that works for me might work for them, but not everything. And I think it's really just like anything, um, doing anything in life. If you understand more your personality and you shape your practice to go in line with that, instead of trying to fight it, you're going to stick to the practice more. It's going to feel better. You're going to like it. Everything is just positive, basically. And so that's what that course does. Um, and that's what I do with the students as well and myself, because, you know, you're personally ebbs and flows, <laughs> life changes. But um, that course will break down for sure. Uh, and this is what I think is so important. Um, I actually have like a little personality quiz in there. <laughs> And we break, and it's related to not how your personality is, you know, out in the world, but how you are with dance and how you are with practice. And so um, you fill it out and you listen, you know, I talk to you about stuff in there in the lecture. And then 
I'll show you kind of some really important things, like maybe short practices are for you because you get distracted or bored easily. Maybe you're the kind of girl who or a guy who wants to, like, get it done. Like, you can't stop until it's done, you know, kind of thing. That's going to be a different practice. Um, same with people who really want structure. Like, I, have a, uh, I know a lot of people who prefer not structure. It makes them, they, they can't say, okay, I'm going to do this and then this and then this and then this. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so that practice, you can still drill. You can still work on choreography. But the way you do that is going to be different from someone who wants, you know, every five minutes broken up. Mm-hmm. But if I give you their routine, you're going to hate your life. And if mm-hmm. I give them your routine, they're going to hate their life. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's what I really love about this is that it's because, you, like I said, having your goals, breaking them down is really helpful. Learning little tips from here and there of like what I do personally for my practice definitely is great, but it can become anecdotal at a point, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, I think that this is, I, I love doing this course because people, it helps them a little insight on themselves and then it helps them just have more success with practice and that's just going to make them feel better in the long run with everything. Yeah, I mean, everything about life is so unique, right? Like the way, like I have a two and a half year old, so I have a different set of circumstances than someone who doesn't have kids. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, how do, does my practice fit into my life versus their practice fitting into theirs? And, you know, like you said, with the structure, people who prefer the structure versus not like to me, I hate schedules. Mm-hmm. I hate them. I like telling me that I have to be somewhere at a certain time to do a certain thing. Like I just, I can't, I like corporate America did not work for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I love routines. Like, you know, you wake like my favorite, right. Is like, I wake up, I take a shower, I go to the gym. Like mm-hmm. it's a routine that I get into that gets me to do the thing I want to do, right? My kid goes to bed, I wash my face, I put on a dance class mm-hmm. because they're asleep, right? Like, so finding these moments in time, I could schedule it for like 10 o'clock because Senua goes to bed at nine, but like she doesn't always go to bed at nine, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, so exactly. finding, finding ways to like fit it in to what you do. And I think- coming at it from a perception, like a, a perspective that isn't necessarily anecdotal and is designed to help you actually figure it out is so great. But I also think there's a lot of value in the anecdotal if mm-hmm. you're hearing it from enough people, right? If you exactly. go out there and you hear, okay, this is how this person practices. And this is how this person practices. And this is how this person practices. You take, okay, that sounds like it would work for me. Let me grab that. Let me do this. Mm-hmm. Let me do this. And, and you can kind of put that together with something like this course to really kind of build this, this practice that works for you, that you'll actually do, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, it's a perfect uh, way to kind of summarize it all, is that it's so important to listen to people and see and try, but also kind of mix it in and think, like, don't take it just at face value, you know? Think mm-hmm. about, okay, is this working for me? Or, you know, is it not working for me because of, this structure is it not working for me because this time of day or you know think about it just think about it more than oh it's not working you know yeah what the next step take the next step mm-hmm. in that process so working with you said a lot of this came from your mentorship program mm-hmm. like working mm-hmm. with those dancers and seeing kind of what worked for different personality types so yeah. through 
working with those dancers through just interacting with dancers over the years? Because you you travel and meet a lot of people mm-hmm. all around the world. What are some of the things that you think hold people back the most from actually practicing? Number one, I think people think that it's not enough. Whatever they choose to do is not enough. And there's kind of this um, theory that like, if I can't do an, it enough, air quote, yeah. <laughs> then, then there's no point in doing, they almost don't do it. It's kind of like if they say, like an example is, oh, I'm going to do three days and say you missed day two. A lot of times then people will miss day three because they feel like they've already messed up, you know? And, um, and it's kind of, it's not, it's this sense that like, well, uh, it, basically it's just not enough, which almost goes back to that same reason why people think we have to have hour long dance practices. Because that's too. enough. Right? That's, that's enough. That's <laughs> enough. Yeah. That's the marker. So I think that's number one. Um, and kind of just knowing and trying to be very kind to yourself and remember that like, if you're just doing something, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. You know, and you just have to kind of work around um, what you have going on in your life and, okay, do something towards it, but don't um, hold yourself back because you feel like, oh, I'll never be this good because I can't dance seven hours in a week, you know? I bet there are plenty of weeks where you don't dance seven hours in a week either. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There definitely are. And that's, and and it's more about being... um, Oh, I don't remember the name of the book. There's such a good book about um, practicing. Some people went and studied all different types of um, soccer players, musicians, you know, dancers, all types of stuff. And they just tried to analyze, like, what was the same. And it's so much about, like, how much you're in the practice. Like, for some people, they found, like, if they practiced the musician for two times reps, but they were really in it, really analyzing it. That was equivalent to someone kind of going through the motions for like two hours. So, you know, just find what works for you and make sure you're in it and you're really going to see improvement. So, um, yes. So that definitely the, the not enough syndrome <laughs> is a thing. And then I think people sometimes, the other thing is, it, it's again, they have some expectation in their head of what they should be doing. And they again they see okay this person that i admire this is the practice plan they do and okay i can't do that so i'll just never be that you know um and that's so sad and so not the truth (laughs) right so that's where you're talking about before i think listening to people um i think i listened to uh i listened to some of the podcasts from here last year yeah. And listening to different people. And I loved it because I was like, oh, I never thought about doing that. Or, oh, that sounds interesting. Or, oh, that's that. And some of the stuff I tried here and there. And then you put it through the fil- your self-filter, you know, mm-hmm. of, okay, this works for me or not. So just don't feel like you're different from every human on the planet. You're not going to have the same practice set up as any other human on the planet. And that's the way it's meant to be. And so don't, don't feel like just because he or she or they are doing this, if you can't do that structure, then you're never going to be, you know, at a certain level. And I think, right, I like I can't do enough also translates into I am not enough, mm-hmm. right? And this is what you're saying here at the end, I feel like, is that people, they try this thing, it doesn't work for them. Oh, well, I could never, like, I can't do this thing. Like, I'm not good enough. They internalize the fact that the system didn't work. 
when it does mm-hmm. nothing to do with you and it's everything to do with the system. Exactly. Right. So like kind of flip the script there and, and realize that like, if, if you're not practicing, if this thing isn't working, that's not necessarily because of you. It's because the system that you've set up and the routines or the schedule or whatever it is, isn't quite right for you in this time in your life. So you've got to kind of step back and be like, how do I change the system? Because I'm still me. I'm not going to change. <laughs> right. I'm not going to suddenly start loving calendars and schedules. Like, so how do I, how do I go over and, and do that instead? How do I change that system to fit me and my personality, which is why I love so much that there's a personality test kind of in, in here with what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, I think that that's, it's just so important. And it wasn't something that I noticed, like, like you were saying, until I started working with people, like, of course, the, the people that I felt had a similar personality type to me, boom, 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 tell them everything to do. I got it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we can <laughs> do this together. Yeah. I figured out what works for me, but for people who don't have my personality type, you know, you, you, you still need to give them, you know, you still want to help them. You still want people to grow. And it was, it was quite a good um, eye-opening experience for me over the last many years. And um, now I want to kind of share that with people and because it's so crucial to feeling good about your dance. It really is. (laughs) Absolutely. Cause I mean, if we don't, I feel like when we're not practicing, we're like racked with guilt about the fact that we're not practicing. Mm -hmm. So let's figure out how to practice so that we don't have to even worry about like that part doesn't even have to register. Like we figured out how to get a consistent practice that works for us, that we feel good about that we can hop in and out of. And then we don't have to sit in bed like, oh, I didn't practice for a whole week. Like I'm a terrible (laughs) human. We know all of us do this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think probably the last thing is that it's more advice. Well, I guess I see this. I see people go too far in one way, but really, really, really important to start small. Like I think that was one of the things maybe in the course last year too, was I like make people, okay, how, look at your schedule, blah, blah, blah. Say, how many slots do you think you could practice and say someone put four and so I let them do that and then I say take one away and so then they and I'm like once you can do say three for two weeks then you can get the fourth one Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know absolutely but like because it's all about um kind of that internal positive reinforcement um and again, you set the bar too high. It's not that like you can never reach that bar and that that's never an option. It's just like if you feel like you're kind of in a slump or you've struggled finding a schedule or a routine that works for you, figure out what it is. Remove one or two and then build, build, build. You'll be surprised how quick you build up from there. Right. And it's the same thing. We internalize the fact that we didn't hit the bar as if we're the problem, not that the bar is the problem. Move the bar. (laughs) Move the bar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So this is so internalized basically. Right. Don't internalize it. (laughs) Don't internalize. Yeah. Internalize the dance moves. Exactly. That's where the internalizing needs to happen. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Victoria, I'm so excited for people to jump into this course. I'm so excited for people to work more on their practice and not just in their practice um, because it's, I think it's so crucial to just our whole entire dance journey and, and, and making it happy and joyful and, you know, getting rid of the negative gremlins. I talk a lot about gremlins, like negative, get rid of the negative gremlins mm-hmm. by, by being able to step back and look at it and not internalizing it and, and setting up the systems to fit you and your dance. I'm so excited. 
for people to jump into this and then to be able to jump into the 10 minute drills with you after that, if you know, that fits their system. Right. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Um, I'm super excited about it. Can you tell people where they can find you on the internet, where they can find more classes from you? Cause you've got a whole, you've got a whole thing going. You release classes all the time. Yeah. So um, I have, they can find as far as online classes with me at studio.victoriateal.com is your go-to place. Um, I like to call it VTTV. <laughs> and so um, there I have a lot of recorded classes. Um, I also have intensives where it's a certain amount of time you study on your own time, you submit homework, and then I give you feedback on the, how to fix things. And then I also have that mentorship program I was talking about or just you know private lessons online. Um, so I have all of that. And then, of course, um, I am on social media. I do a search Victoria Teal. Teal with two E's, not like the color. (laughs) And you will find, um, I love to post practice videos to all kinds of music and stuff just to kind of keep people going and having fun. That's awesome. And we're ending the podcast this year on the same question for everybody, bringing it around to the humor. Where is the strangest place that you have ever danced? That's a good question. Strangest place. I think it was in a church in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm from Texas originally, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, it was very cute. It was they saw um, a person of a person of a person saw me with the ISIS wings, you know, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. had a very cute like um, this was way back in the day like holiday uh, recital for kids. Yeah. And they wanted angels. Nice. But full belly dance angel, like full out. <laughs> and it was so cute because they made little ISIS wings for little girls. So they were dancing, like moving the wings. And then I was, um, and it was just funny. It was just funny and crazy and um, interesting time. So. I, I love when you said church and then you said ISIS wings, I was like, oh, are they going to go the angel route? And I was very yeah, angel awesome. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely I'm did. surprised you were full belly dance angels. Yeah, full belly dance. They're fine with it. Um, That's awesome. (laughs) Victoria, thank you so much for coming back to The Bundle for another year, for coming on the podcast and sharing such amazing tips for getting people into their practice. I I say this about every podcast I've been like, I'm so excited about this class. But like, really, though, I really am excited about all of these classes. Yeah, this is great. Yes, the wonderful thing. And I love The Bundle so much. Thank you so much, everyone. I will talk to you tomorrow. See you soon. Bye-bye. Wasn't that great? If you want to hear more about dance goals, make sure to check out our episode from last year with Victoria, which is just as full of amazing knowledge. Victoria's classes and many more will be available in this year's Belly Dance Bundle, which launches on October 21st. We're announcing the classes this upcoming week along with the pricing, but here's a hint for you. If you add up the cost of all the classes in this year's bundle, you're just shy of 2000 US dollars in value, and it's going to be over 80% off. It's such a great way to study from a variety of teachers for a fraction of the price. So make sure that you have hit that get the guide button on thebellydancebundle.com so that you can be informed the minute that we release these class lists. 
If you haven't already, please make sure to head over to your favorite podcast app and hit subscribe on the podcast so that you can be sure not to miss a single episode coming up. Even if you come back to listen to them later, you'll be happy to have them waiting for you. Plus, it makes it extra easy to go back and listen to that last episode with Victoria I mentioned. If you need to find Victoria on the internet, you can find the show notes for this episode at thebellydancebundle.com 40. I hope today you got some ideas of what you can do in your practice to make it stick. Feel free to message me on Instagram with your takeaways. I always love to nerd out about practice routines. Oh, 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 oh,